Hi there, Rob Kirk here. I want to talk to you today about uh, this era of dissonance, of cognitive dissonance that we are amidst, and also to introduce this idea of the heroic bystander effect, which in essence means we cannot afford to be a passive bystander, to sit by and watch while potential atrocities occur around us because of the measures being taken around COVID-19 at the moment. So I think we all agree that COVID-19 is incredibly divisive, and it's not that we haven't had divisive issues before. Of course we have. Um, Biden's decision to uh, withdraw all of a sudden from Afghanistan is one of them. The decision to uh, invade Iraq in the absence of weapons of mass destruction is another. But this is an issue that affects so many people. Now, the division doesn't occur just into two camps, it occurs into multiple camps. So we've highlighted about 17 in our article this week, 17 camps that coexist, um, whether it's to do with the um, seriousness or proportionality of the, of the response, whether it's to do with vaccines being the, the best way of dealing with this, or um, whether it's... Uh, um, the virus is, is actually zoonotic, is animal in origin, or whether it was made in a lab, um, or whether mRNA technology is really the greatest thing that's happened to medicine since the uh, development of uh, antibiotics, or whether it's part of a slippery slope that introduces um, this opportunity to introduce artificial uh, genes into humans and create a post-human era transhumanism. So one of the reasons that these different camps can coexist is because it's actually very difficult to find robust evidence to absolutely prove or disprove any of these different views. And while we've identified 17 of them, you could identify many more. There are probably more than 50 common views out there that people have. And in many respects, we're starting to feel that this is part of a plan. Um, within this process, you'll see that there is a development of certain camps that are part of an in-group. These are camps that basically resonate with the mainstream narrative, with the status quo. Um, and there are camps that are absolutely part of the out-group, they are marginalized. And in trying to understand how this happens, I was drawn to the work of a professor, now an emeritus professor, Ovin Staub, who's been actually very um, active in training uh, police forces to, to not overreach what they're doing. Um, that's happened even since the time of George Floyd in the US, uh, and the, he's now in his 80s. But um, back in 81, he was very involved in Harvard, um, had devoted his life to studying genocide and the atrocities, severe atrocities that have occurred at different times in human history, whether it's in the Stalin era, the, the uh, Nazi Germany Holocaust, or um, Rwanda, Darfur, Bosnia. And what they have discovered and what is summarized in this particular article that was then published by Ovin Staub in Political Psychology in 1985, is that there are a number of features that are common to 
the perpetration of these atrocities. And as I read the paper, I started to really feel that many of these situations are actually building, not lessening, as we move deeper and deeper into this pandemic. Um, and it's not related to the fact that the pandemic is becoming more serious. The consequences of behaving in the way that we have been have become more serious, but, but the, um, we haven't seen anything as severe in terms of the way in which the virus interacts with humans as it was when it first really arrived in a big way within human populations in the early part of 2020. And um, in essence, what, what Ovenstab talks to is that in order for particular people to perpetrate these crimes against humanity, you have to have a change in societal conditions um, that, that breeds aggression, that breeds cruelty. And that means that societal conditions need to get worse. And that's exactly what's been happening over the last 18 months. Um, he talks about the need to have a, an overriding ideology that, that drives this aggressive um, behavior. Um, and again, in many respects, this idea of, of, um, of really attacking and denouncing and marginalizing dissenters, people that don't support the status quo, even though the status quo is not supported by hard evidence. That is one of the prerequisites. Um, he talks about scapegoating, the way in which individual groups of people uh, take, for example, unvaccinated populations today are being blamed. Um, our other piece looks at the um, data around this, and it's very clear that the data does not support um, the view. You can, you can work the data in such a way that it can, but when you really look at the data properly, you see that it does not support the, the view that vaccinated, unvaccinated people pose a threat to, to vaccinated people. In fact, what it shows is that fully vaccinated people have a, a, an increased risk, sometimes several times increased risk, um, compared with unvaccinated populations. And of course, there can be many confounding factors at work. Um, another factor Stab talks about is, is repression. We have an extremely repressive regime as we see democracies being replaced by authoritarian regimes across the world. Um, and, and of course, propaganda is a big part of that, that whole process. Um, discrimina discrimination against outgroups is there. So he really, in, in trying to resolve the kind of conditions to prevent a re-emergence of, of these atrocities, he draws us to the very thing that saved his own life when he was dealing with Nazi-occupied Hungary as a young child. And it was an active, a heroic bystander that saved his life. And um, so please read our article. Understand that, that actually there is really no place to, to sit by if we really care about future generations we do have to act. We can't afford to be passive in this. Um, so let's all become heroic bystanders. Let's become active in this. Let's do everything we can to um, essentially um, distribute 
the information that that really helps people to have the information that's so blatantly missing in what is supplied by by governments and health authorities and the mainstream media. So thank you very much. Please dig into our articles and share as widely as you can. We're, uh, we have no longer a, a uh, YouTube channel that's been removed, courtesy of YouTube. Um, and so we really are reliant on people sharing um, our information from our website to as many other platforms as you can. Thank you very much.